Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to the Getting Down and Wordy podcast ad. What do we do on this podcast? Well, it's the first at a musical podcast. Can you try that again in real words so that people can understand? Fine. We talk about the intersection of popular music and language. Oh, can we also talk about Eurovision? Okay. Find us on Apple and Spotify. We are a Podmoth Network podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptic Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive in the unknown. I'm your host Dave and today I'm joined by, uh, I got, I was trying to come up with something quippy but I couldn't, I'm joined by Luke Ferry once again everyone. Hello Luke Ferry. Hello Dave, how are you? I'm fine, my brain is on fire, my body's slowly, like systematically shutting down. Um, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it from here then. Okay. This is Admiral Bird and the Hollow Earth, Part Three, backtracking. Yeah. <laughs> so a few things came to our realization. Yeah, uh, we we just discovered some stuff. We may or may not have been accidentally promoting Nazi propaganda, but we don't. I mean, that's may, maybe maybe not. All no. all good conspiracy theories do end up becoming mildly anti-semitic at some point this one technically isn't oh is it only the good ones you don't like the other ones yeah only the good ones (laughs) 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 you realize how that sounded as soon as i uh as soon as i said it uh whoopsie daisy uh no but this i mean i don't think it's i don't know we'll get into it but anyways look how you doing episode four dave Dave leaves the show (laughs) (laughs) oh well you're looking good i'm glad you're here I'm glad, I'm glad we can do this part three. It's going to be a slog because I am hungover as all fuck, but we did it. <laughs> there can't be that much more. There's not much more. It just get, it gets silly. It's a <laughs> Oh, and, and now it gets silly. Well, I mean, it, sillier. Okay. Cause do, you, do you remember where we last left off with Admiral Bird and, and everything? Uh, he awkwardly bowed to the <laughs> master. After the master said our fluble gravels got attacked, <laughs> so now you have to go to the Pentagon. Yeah, pretty much. So where we last left off, this is for anyone who's jumping into part three and didn't listen to part one and two for some reason. But What's wrong with you? People do it. But uh, so where we last last left off uh, in Admiral Byrd's story, uh, he had finally arrived in the Crystal City of Ariana. Spoiler alert. Uh, inside hey, of <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. So I came to this realization before Dave. Um, from <laughs> you knew a person from like Ariana. Yeah. Maybe like what would they be called? Like I'm from America. I'm an American. Ariana. Uh, Ar- Arianians. It's the Arians, Dave. <laughs> I don't see how I don't. I don't see the connection. You don't. Here. No. No. Not even a little the, bit. The white tall blonde blue-haired people from ariana <laughs> wouldn't be called the arians we fucked up dave actually no you did you're the host i just show up i think i think you're <laughs> i think we're reading too much into it but anyway all right so i don't so, uh, we'll we'll I get to it Luke. hold on <laughs> so, 
Where we last left off, Admiral Byrd, he finally arrived in the Crystal City of Ariani inside of Hollow Earth, where he had an audience with the one known as the Master. The Master tasked Admiral Byrd with returning to the surface world at once to deliver a dire message. Give up on atomic energy and any armaments or face the certain extinction of mankind. So that's where we left off. He he awkwardly bows and leaves the German room. and Japanese propaganda. <laughs> well, you have a nuke. Don't use that. <laughs> so, so uh, after hearing one of the most. Don't trust this Oppenheimer, dude. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so after hearing one of the most metal of monologues delivered by the master, uh, Bird was escorted back to the elevator by the two white blondes, almost certainly Nazi men who have been pretty much his chaperones the whole time he's been in the city. Uh, when one of them said, uh, we must now make haste Admiral as the master desires to delay you no longer on your scheduled timetable. And you must return to this to, with this message to your race. End quote. I hope he means the human race. Uh, birth. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Mick. So, so bird says, that he didn't say anything as he was still trying to make sense of like what the fuck is going on. He's had a big day. He's had a day. It's it's been a day. Yeah, it's it's been a day. So once the elevator stopped, they quickly head back to grab Bird's radio man, uh, who I learned is named Howie. So that's fun. Depending on what Howie does in the rest of these <laughs> antics. Howie, maybe it's fun. Maybe it's like and now I'm scared of people named Howie. We'll find out. Howie does not play a big big role in the story. He's no one named Howie plays a big role in any story. That's fair. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, once everyone was accounted for and ready to go, they hop back on the moving sidewalk slash hovering platform. I don't know where we landed on that. Uh, I'm going to say it's a moving sidewalk. But yeah, so they, they hop on the yeah, moving no, sidewalk. I like, I like that best. And uh, soon we're back at their plane where they boarded immediately. Bird's in a hurry because now he's got an important message to deliver. And how he's in a hurry because he has no idea what the fuck is going on. Like at this point, <laughs> like, he didn't get a synopsis. They're like, hey, no, like it just no one could go into the, the little holding room that he was in and just be like, so yeah, you're player B, obviously, you're how we do. <laughs> and but this is what is going on over there. They're gonna have a conversation, you can fill you in later. Like, do you want some cookies? And just like, nah, fuck him. Like, no, yeah. So uh stick him in a camp where he can like concentrate for a bit. At this point, he doesn't know what happened to Bird or what he did when he left the room. So this dude like must be panicking. <laughs> like Bird leaves him alone for like <laughs> a bunch of time. And then when he comes back, he's like, Howie, we gotta go now. The tall white Nazis are like, You guys gotta get out of here now. So Howie probably thinks they're like they're about to get like fucking stabbed or something. Like everyone's just like, Howie, we gotta go. Like <laughs> He, so he's probably just sheer terror. No idea what's going on. I read oh, definitely. in his diary when they, when they start flying, Bird's like, Howie hasn't said a word. He's like, well, yeah, because you haven't told him what the fuck is going on. He's He doesn't even know if you're Admiral Bird. You could have been a fucking replicant or something like that. You're in a crystal city. What technology do they have, you know? Yeah, they have moving sidewalks. <laughs> it can obviously make a replica. <laughs> yeah, in 1947, that's the height of technology. Also, I learned a fun fact about moving sidewalks. Uh, they were introduced in the at the uh, Chicago World's Fair, uh, the same time that H. H. Holmes was running his murder castle. That's how he did it. <laughs> to get around the he that murder castle had so moving sidewalks in yeah. there. It's just like that's where you can never get an alibi. It was like, well, I walked there, right? How did I get there at nine miles an hour? That's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the top rate of a of a moving sidewalk? I feel like that's too it's fast. Like 
Yeah, but if you like hustle, that's fair. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you're standing on a moving sidewalk, first up, I hate you. Yeah, it's like standing on an escalator. Like go up, to, like go up them. You still go. You still go. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. H. H. Holmes didn't have greased shoots from the attic to the basement. It was actually a moving sidewalk that slowly just circled the inside of the building. Well, no, it was it was shoots and ladders. That's what it's based on. <laughs> Oh, but anyways, so they board the plane. We're so far off now. Uh, they board the plane and close the cargo doors and prepare for takeoff, uh, which in this case just means like sitting down because the engines were already on. And just like when they arrived, that unseen force, quote unquote, that landed them also then uh, shot them 2,700 feet into the air. <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't really do much to prepare. Uh, Bird said his instruments aren't registering any airspeed, but they're moving at a very rapid rate. So not only did they launch them super high into the air, they also made them go super fucking fast. I don't know, like the G forces on your body must have been like shooting. Yeah, off of that would like that would like give you like the bends in air. Like I don't know what that's can you the term that? is, but like if you go up too fast and depressurize, well, like they're having a bad time. No wonder how he's like not feeling great. But also they said twenty seven. 100 feet in the air they're still underground so that's like negative 1400 feet in the air they're not even at yeah, sea level how like <laughs> that's still how like pressure works yeah, that's fine there's no pressure under there there's a big hole that leads to the actual world oh yeah you're right so so bird said that his, his instruments aren't registering any airspeed uh but fun fact they also have an air escort guiding them on their return trip to the surface world two of those awesome swastika emblazoned flugel rads now after doing some research that I probably should have done to begin with, I found something out about the Flugelrads. Uh, the Flugelrad was an actual uh, experimental flying machine made by, you guessed it, the Nazis. <laughs> uh, but not, not only that, it was also in conjunction with everyone's favorite luxury car brand, BMW. And wouldn't you know it, it looks suspiciously like a flying saucer. So that's fun. Uh <laughs> uh, and what comes next isn't gonna help with our assumptions that they're the underground people are probably most likely maybe nazis any better because or, they just are bird wrote in his flight log that at 2 15 a.m a message comes through the radio saying quote we're leaving you now admiral your controls are free avita zen <laughs> and then the flu <laughs> just kind of fucked up <laughs> Oh god! See, I, try, I like I see when I write these scripts. I try. I like to keep some mystery behind it. So I only read the like when we first started doing this. I only read the first third of the journal. Wrote a script about that. Read the the second third of the journal. Wrote a script about that, and then it was all coming in to this last two paragraphs. This is all based off like two paragraphs of his journal, and it just gets real bad. <laughs> Yeah, so new rule for Dave. <laughs> but hey, he is al- he you are allowed to do that with cryptids. It's but not conspiracy theories. No. Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean like it, it, nothing's it hasn't been nothing's been overtly anti-Semitic. Not- if we think like I was re-listening to episode one, I was like, Jesus Christ, it's the Aryans. <laughs> and we just weren't astute enough to notice. <laughs> no, because there's two R's. So, you know, maybe... Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it's just totally different. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, there's no. two N's. There's one R. Fuck, I don't know, man. Just, all right, so 45 minutes pass. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, after radioing base camp to let them know they're alive and that, quote, all conditions are normal, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Howie hasn't spoken in a while. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. He's the radio man. His one job is talking. Yeah, Howie's, <laughs> Howie's catatonic. <laughs> I think we need to do something about Howie, like fill him in. Uh, but yeah, anyways, they land at camp and Bird's real mission begins. That is the telling of humanity about the coming Dark Age or whatever. Uh, and what better place to do that than the fucking Pentagon? So go big or go home. Uh, so where are we at right now? Not Nazi symbolism aside, where are we at with the story so far, Luke? It's not a sentence you should say. Uh. <laughs> it's never a sentence I thought I would have to say, but we're too yeah, far into it now. We have to go. We have to finish it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh... I'm embarrassed for myself. You're fine. It's fine. It's it's good. Uh, <laughs> You're fine. No, it. Yeah, it just kind of tracks the same way it's been tracking. Like, yeah, of course, no one named Howie gets told anything, <laughs> and the Nazis are like, "Hey, please don't use the nuclear arms that you have, because yeah, we wild. got plans, and that's it's gonna really fuck it up." No, so what I don't, what I don't, if this is like a weird Nazi propaganda thing. It doesn't make any sense because they said they've been around for thousands of years. Are they trying to say that this is like where the Aryan race came from? Is that what they okay, might be alluding so, to? I don't know enough about Nazi ideology. So I don't. I can't so answer I, any of this. I don't know a ton of shit about Nazi ideology because my life has value and mm-hmm. it would be a bad thing if I died. Obviously, uh, but I do know things about random classes of aliens and other random species. Yeah, we well, have the there tall was, whites, right? Yeah, so there was a species called the Aryans. Okay. And they were de- they were described as perfectly white, but not like us, which are fucking peach colored. They, like, like, they pa- looked like, like paper the white. moon. Gotcha. Yeah. And in the, all those scripts that like the Vril Society got super into, and they're like, oh, we have to like harness the power for the white race, yeah. which we're not a part of, also peach. Uh, Fair. And like there's like staffs of power and shit. Like there was like a D and D campaign with real lives, and <laughs> <laughs> but there was like this white race that the Nazis and Hitler based the concept off of. Like this is the perfect person. So this it was, it was an, an alien race called the Aryans. They don't ever say what uh, race they are under under the earth. So they could maybe Ariani is the birthplace of the Aryans. There's, I think. I've read different things. Some is from space. One was from the moon. There's inside the earth. But it's an old thing that goes back super far. David Bowie sings about it a bunch. Yeah. Um, so maybe he just it, maybe he just knows the well, story. Maybe he knows it. Yeah, he's deep, deep in it. <laughs> station to <laughs> station is just like, hey, have you read a bunch of ancient magic? Cool. Maybe you'll understand these lyrics. <laughs> So on uh, on March eleventh, nineteen forty seven, uh, Bird supposedly attends a meeting at the Pentagon. This is now the, this is almost a month after his meeting with the master. So not really time to turn in your homework, David. What? Oh, did you not complete the homework? Oh no, I did not. I did not get a uh, FOIA request because didn't uh, you put one in. No, I don't know how to. But also, I'm going to go on a limb and say that this didn't happen because this <laughs> but uh but yeah so this is a month after uh he had a meeting with so he's clearly not in any rush uh it seems stopping nuclear apocalypse 
He's just like, you know, people move at their own pace. Who am I to judge, right? You know, sit on that info for a month. The dishes got to be piling up. Yeah. So uh, in this meeting, excuse me, in this meeting, Bird says that he detailed his discovery of the underworld city of Ariani uh, from its beautiful crystal buildings, its delicious warm brown liquids, uh, all the way to its otherworldly moving sidewalks with no mention of the master's message. Or Jews. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, he, he definitely tells him about the master's <laughs> grand message and uh, how we need to start doing better as a species or we're just going to nuke ourselves to death. And that as fellow humans, the Pentagon would also be affected by that as they are part of that human race. Uh, Bird said that his meeting was recorded and that, presi- and that the president had been advised of everything that transpired. So went right straight up to the top. Big old Harry S. Truman uh, himself heard about this. Possibly. So, <laughs> what happens next? What do you, I want you to guess what happens next. Uh, fuck all. Yeah, Bird is then detained for the next <laughs> six and a half hours, being just grilled uh, by top security forces, generals, and a medical team, because they probably think he's fucking insane. <laughs> he just... He's like, I gotta talk to the president. Aliens are inside the earth. And it's like, all Those right, Those drugs were for MK Ultra. How did you get them? <laughs> And it turns out this was just an MK Ultra experiment. They just gave him a bunch of ass and he just hallucinated all of this. Oh, man, that would be great. Oh, that'd be amazing. But anyways, the only thing Bird had to say about <laughs> all of this happening is that, quote, it was an ordeal, end quote. <laughs> the uh, resolve on this man. <laughs> I got kidnapped by a subterranean race. And he's like, how did that make you feel? Dude, kind of burn out. It might take Friday off. <laughs> Gonna have to use some of those accrued sick days. Uh, <laughs> he then goes on to say that he's placed under very strict control due to the national security provisions put in place by the U.S. government, and that he was ordered to remain silent about everything he has learned, seen, and heard. Uh, obviously, not stoked on it. Bird's like, "No, oh, man. Like the world needs to know about this, or we're doomed." And they're just like, "Buddy, chill." Uh, so then he is then like we're the pentagon we know we're doomed we did it (laughs) yeah right (laughs) you don't think we have cia assets in ariana bro we've been there for years now (laughs) two of those blonde guys were just jeff (laughs) (laughs) jeff just leans up from a cubicle hey admiral (laughs) how's it going remember me jeff (laughs) uh but yeah so they're just like dude calm down uh he's in reminded reminded that he is a military man after all and he must obey orders so you know someone not standing up for what's right and by not doing something that it will only lead to others being hurt because they were following orders i don't know where i've heard that before uh america (laughs) well if you're wondering if you followed those about howie yes i actually am because that howie does not come back up one time He He's died. in a padded He's cell dead. somewhere. He's 100% dead. He went home to his wife, was crying to her. Like, all of a sudden, two black ops came, put burlap sacks over their head, <laughs> dragged him out, never to be seen again. Oh, yeah. He's in he's in a hole in the desert somewhere. Yeah. Like, I hope they the brown liquid they, was... They couldn't do it to Admiral Bird because he's an admiral. They People would notice if he was gone. How was just a radio man? They could take him out easily. I bet if I like saw someone named Howie die, I just like it would just unfaze me. Like, oh, okay. Except for Howie Mandel, man's a national treasure. Of course. Uh, but if you're wondering, not about Howie, but if he followed those orders, uh, he did. 
he kept quiet for nine years. Uh, his journal ends here, with ex- except for one last entry dated December uh, 1956. Again, this is nine years after his meeting. Full in- circle. <laughs> Going back to episode one, he finds out about where the vagina is located. We're back to Anne Frank's diary. <laughs> everything comes in cycles it's full you know what's, what's weird is that we were talking about Anne frank on between episode, the legs we were talking about Anne frank on that episode one and then i started watching season two of american uh horror story again fucking Anne frank comes up and then i was listening to another podcast Anne frank it's like as soon as you said it the world just needed me needed me to hear that name a million times that's how it goes it's wild uh but yeah. my dialogue is sponsored by like suggested ads is that <laughs> it's just like Google search history? You just use all those cookies and then that's what you say. Also, you look thirsty. You want some liquid death? <laughs> Are you just goddamn it? All right. So in 1956, December, uh, Bird writes in his journal one last time. And I'm just going to read you what he wrote verbatim. Uh, he wrote, These last few years elapsed since 1947 have not been kind. <laughs> I now, I now know my final entry and I now make my final entry in the singular diary. In closing, I must state that I have faithfully kept this matter secret as directed all these years. It has been completely against my values of moral rights. Now I seem to sense the long night coming on and this secret will not die with me, but as all truth shall, it will triumphant and so it shall. Oh, it will I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I'm convinced this is not Really it will triumph right. over all. Or yeah. Something. Uh, yeah. So he goes on to say, this, this can be the only hope for mankind. I have seen the truth and it has quickened my spirit and has set me free. I have done my duty toward the monstrous military, industri- military industrial complex. Now the long night begins to approach, but there shall be no end. Just as the long night of the Arctic ends, the brilliant sunshine of truth shall come again. And those who are of darkness shall fall in its light. For I have seen that land beyond the pole, the center of the great unknown. And then uh, he died three months later. <laughs> he actually died. It was on- so much cooler if he only used the long night once. But it's yeah. like he thought of something cool and was just like, oh, I'm just going to keep going with that. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he actually died on March 11th, 1957, which was 10 years to the day that he had his meeting at the Pentagon. So coincidence. Probably he was old as yeah, fuck. Probably, so. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the uh, the unfortunate story of Admiral Byrd and Hollow Earth. It uh, kind of got away from us there, <laughs> but uh, that's it. Away that's... from you? Nah, it, you didn't see it coming. I found it. I saw it first. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the uh, what did you think? <laughs> The only bit of credence I can give it is someone seeing something paranormal or of some sort, telling everyone about it, them just being like, fuck yourself, and then having a bad life for the rest of their life and die. Yeah. So that's the only thing that tracks with, like, standard UFO shit. Yeah. Um, but I also, I did find... The rest of it sounds like Nazi propaganda. Yeah, but I don't know where, like, where, like... If he wrote this, he was a World War II, like, he got, like, Purple Hearts and Medal of, like, Valor. Like, so clearly he wouldn't have written this. He was the one fucking bombing Nazis all day. What year was this? Uh, this diary, quote-unquote, was written in 1947. Or 46. Oh, a little bit after Operation Paperclip, or is he born? 
He was born in uh he was born in Winchester, Virginia in 1888. Oh, Nazi. And then he but he died in Boston, <laughs> Massachusetts. That doesn't help either. Fuck. No, all right. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I did I did find out something about uh him. Uh so he he was technically I think like the he's one of the first people to ever fly over the um the North Pole in 1926. Uh, but, okay, so it did actually kind of make sense that he didn't realize why his tools were going yeah, wonky. But um, it came to light that uh, he may have faked his uh his flight records and the log. Someone, so he he did have a diary, like in. So how he snitched. Well, I don't, I don't know because Bird's diary was actually published and released. This shit, I don't think was actually in it. I think someone added this to it. This is just like a conspiracy thing. But uh, uh, in the diary, the date May 9th, nineteen twenty six, the flight revealed um, erased, but then written over, like uh, I don't know what they're called, like degrees and the uh, coordinates and stuff like that. Coordinates, and yeah. they. The original ones don't match the ones that he wrote over. So I, so they think that he just wanted to say he did it, but then had to turn back before he could actually do it. So so he's uh, I feel like that's a stretch. He might be a liar. Like he's definitely a liar. I don't know if it's about that. <laughs> uh, he also attempted to uh, be the first person to. Uh, flight like he was the first transatlantic flight uh but then he didn't do it and then uh Lindbergh was like no fuck you i'm gonna do it and then he did it instead hmm. so yeah those are and things about admiral didn't Burke. get eaten by coconut crabs so <laughs> take the w but... <laughs> oh shit all right luke well that was the story of admiral bird and hollow earth I, I mean it was still fun it was still a fun. It was still story. fun. The masters made me feel dirty, but the monsters monologue. The monsters. The monsters. Yeah. The mo- <laughs> the masters. They, they're Nazis. You can call them monsters. The masters monologue was pretty metal. I had a fun time with that one. It was pretty good. No, no, that it was metal. It was pretty good. Anytime uh, you like in, involve a flower when like a singular flower, and while talking about like the apocalypse, yeah, it just makes it's like just the death of beauty. And I was like, oh, that's it's awesome. Definitely good imagery. Yeah. I'll give it to like you. I'll, see that one last rose wilt in fucking nuclear hellfire? I'm like, yeah, I'll good I'll job. I'll give them I'll give the master this. He has a way with words, or I guess technically whoever wrote this fake nonsense has a way with words. <laughs> Which I want to say it would be Admiral Byrd, but he also doesn't seem like he has a way with words at all. No, because like some sometimes he like maybe he's dumbing himself down to be like, of course someone smarter than me wrote this because. The rest of this is me babbling like an idiot. But also, he's got to have the memory, like like a steel trap, to remember that whole fucking soliloquy. <laughs> they can then write it down. I don't remember people's names when I meet them, so yeah, that would be way beyond my comprehension. Right, it's wild. Like, right. It's like uh, bad things. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. I'm not gonna say we messed up. I, th- I still still think it was a good series. It definitely took a it's turn a that fun series, but <laughs> I, I think we should be able to preface things with, "Hey, hey, there might be Nazis." Well, Sometimes we, conspiracy we, theories get out of hand. We did, uh, we did preface in the first episode that this might be possibly maybe Nazis. We just confirmed it in this one. 
Yeah, true. So, you know, the, the, the warning signs were there. We just had fucking blinders on. Yeah, I'm trying to look at, like, other experiences and, like, cryptid, like, concepts with the mammoths and just completely yeah. skip that one by. It's, yeah, you know, because we try to see the good things. All right, Luke, well... Yeah, uh, that's, like, me driving down the highway and, it, like, there's, like, a Proud Boy demonstration, but I'm on Cryptopedia, mm-hmm. like, looking up some weird, like, like the axe-handled hound. It's like, there's no Nazis in New Hampshire. Yeah, no, not even a little <laughs> bit. That's fine. Um, okay, so I think next week what we're going to do... Uh, actually next week about next week uh, I will not be able to record next week because I will be in Johnstown Pennsylvania for Squonko Palooza yeah that should be fun <laughs> so if anyone wants to join that that is uh, August 26th uh, at the cent- Central Park in Johnstown Pennsylvania Squonko Palooza it's gonna be fun I'm gonna have a table set up there I'm gonna be recording some shit while there I don't really have anything to sell or anything I'm just gonna have a table with me recording while <laughs> it's going on but it should be a fun time I'm gonna have a good time with it uh, but yeah, and for my depressed friends out there, if you just go there and cry, you can call it cosplay. Yeah, that's that's there you go. <laughs> Squawk, sad but rad, baby. Um, but yeah, no, I think next, I think next episode, what we'll do is uh, you wanted to do uh, Hollow Moon to try and maybe brighten this up a bit. Oh no, we're not doing Hollow Moon. Oh no, oh no, Moon Tunnel, Moon Tunnel. All right. We'll, all right. Yeah. That uh, just more weird. Decisively less like, Nazis. Uh, no, wasn't someone fleeing? Were they fleeing the Nazis or something like that? That's why they're in the cave. Yeah, I think you're right. But <laughs> at least the Nazis are the bad guys in this one. Not the not the cool dudes with the advanced civilization who's like, no, don't use the nuke. That's fair enough. All right. Don't uh, end the war. <laughs> Uh, follow us uh, at Cryptic Cocktail on Instagram. Follow us at Cryptic Cocktail on Twitter. Cryptic Cocktail Party on TikTok. Uh, that's it. Follow Luke on Instagram, Spring Heeled Luke. If you want to see pictures of his uh, kitty, and actually, I don't even know why I, did, I didn't do this before. Uh, the Wicked Folk on Instagram was a folklore and cryptid Instagram I made. And now that I'm doing this again, I'm think I'm gonna revive it. Oh so, yeah. So go follow. What is fun it? Fun stories. The Wicked Folk. The Wicked Folk. All right, you heard it here first, folks. Wicked folks. All right. Uh, Luke, do you want to say a, uh, say a goodbye? Avita Zen. <laughs> Dave. <laughs>